Previously on Malcolm in a That movie you like, the sequel. Brendan, have you ever, ever felt like this? Have strange things happened? Are you going around the twist? I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to do around the twist because oh. this is one of my absolute favourite shows growing up. I will say that I am cheating a little because I am adapting a story of Paul Jennings that did not okay. make it to round the twist. The story is called Cow Dunk Custard. Tony, the father of the family, is struggling to hold down regular work and he's having some success with his specialist mix of fertilizers. So he's experimenting with, with different foods. Welcome to That Mate You Like, the sequel, <laughs> the brand new podcast where we look at classic shows and pitch you the sequels you can't live without. It's another week of adaptation and we're adapting Aussie kid shows. Yeah. And um, I'm Nick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Brendan, I guess. Yeah. Um, I had a better thing to sign on with, but I can't remember what it was. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we're still doing adaptation month. Weakness. Weeks. Months. Wah, wah, wah. Adaptation season? Adaptation let's, season. Let's, yes. well, let's see where we end up. Yeah. Adaptation weeks. <laughs> and this is the tail end of it. You are, you are mercifully. We're just going to jump straight into things. Yep. So I am not going to tell you what show I picked. So we will talk about the show throughout, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it because you picked around the twist, which was a show that kind of, I think, went to other countries. And, and it's a and bit of a like low-hanging fruit as far yeah. as, yeah. It's a fantastic show. Yeah. But it's also really well-known. I think the show I've picked is super well-known in Australia. Yeah. I For probably people around our age. I don't right. know... If people in other countries ever saw this show. I'm, so- I'm legitimately terrified now because on one hand, I feel that if I don't know what it is, <laughs> I, definitely- I fail on a level of like Australian. We take your citizenship away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I told anyone who hadn't seen Round the Twist who lives in Australia to revoke your, your yeah. citizenship. This but- is a pretty classic show. I think, mm. I think even if it wasn't as kind of formative as it was for me, mm. I'm sure that you've caught an episode of it at some point over the so, years. Oh, I don't know, uh, man. I'm a scared. It's a cl- classic ABC school holidays fair, so yep. I'm sure okay. you, you will see it. You Remember how the ABC school holidays always had kid shows from about... 9 30 10 o'clock to lunchtime yeah and yeah it was back when it was, abc was just one channel yeah it was a mainstay <laughs> of that it was so and i think it might have been on channel nine and stuff prior to coming to abc so it was mm-hmm. it did air a fair bit here um, okay but i have no idea if it ever made it outside of australia right certainly when i was trying to do a little bit of research which wasn't just watching episodes mm-hmm. 
because luckily they were on YouTube, so I could track them down. Okay. But there wasn't a lot of details to the point that I was struggling to remember which characters were which and I actually had to, like, just go in and watch the shows to work yeah. out because I could, there were no photos of the characters no on No Wikipedia IMDb. articles or yeah, anything. There's just, oh. like, a couple of, like... I know that Heath Ledger played a cyclist in one episode, but the vast majority is a sea of unknown actors. So, wow. okay. like, there's one guy, and I recognise him from recent Office Works ads, and that's the only time <laughs> I've ever seen most of this cast wow. outside of this show. So it is a lot of play, st- play school yeah. alumni and that I, sort of thing. I think yeah. so. But it's like it was an iconic show. Play school? Are you adapting play school? No, I'm no. not adapting play school. That's a good, good shout though. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's a. It certainly not as long running as Play School, but I feel like it's an iconic show for like a period of time. And I don't know how much it exists outside of that period of time. I'm actually legitimately terrified of you adapting Play School (laughs) and just having like John Jarrett show up on it because he never did Play School. Yeah. Yeah, he did Wolf Creek and you mixing that up would just be (laughs) wonderful. I can just imagine like he's creeping along. Because his wife was on Play School. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) All right. So we- Shall we sell out? And so what I think I'm going to do, yep. just to clue people up, I'm going to just jump into my episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I'm hoping there are characters that will trigger something. Well, the, thing, the thing is, like, if you've actually titled this episode on the podcast, the listeners already know. And no, it's just- it's, and it's, it's called Adaptation Week Australian uh, TV special. Okay, cool, it's cool, not, cool, cool. It's, they're not going to know. I mean, we might tell them later on when we want to attract people across. But, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, someone will be- Initially, you know, this is going to be so secret. Oh, <laughs> gosh. No, I'm really worried. It's I so hope secret. I don't have to hand in my Australian card. <laughs> I mean, we live in Tasmania. They can already point and say, no, you're not in here. You're not in the club. <laughs> it's also worth noting, <laughs> that I wrote all of this in an afternoon uh, in and around looking after my son. As, so, you, as you do. Yeah, like you, you most to, of these episodes. You, yeah. do, you do your best work, like in an airport or in a, <laughs> like, you know, waiting around and doing other stuff. And yeah. you write it on your phone. Like, that's mad, man. Yeah, like, yeah I, I exclusively write them on my phone. I don't yeah. think I've written any not on my phone. I, I can't not, I can't do that. I just have to do it on an actual tactile <laughs> You know, yeah, not a typewriter, but I nef- definitely need to to have a keyboard because yeah. I can't just like thumb this out. Yeah, I just need to write when it when the going is there, and so mm-hmm. I just use the tool that allows me to do that. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. I don't do other writers out there write things on their phone. I'm, I'm interested to I, know. I think it's important to just do what works for you. Yeah, for and sure. for example, like my tactic is just to start. Two days prior to recording, that's, that <laughs> seems to work for me. So the other good thing with writing it on your phone is easy to send it to like other sources later if that you need true. to. That's so, true. Thank um, you, Google Documents, for uh, making <laughs> this so much easier to just jump from machine to machine. So I've got my script up on my phone. And, Wonderful. Um, yep. Let's sell out. Let's sell out, and you can show off your superior eyesight. <laughs> sequel creation. Looks like they've ordered a sequel. Three. We all sell out every day. Perpetuate this cycle of money, grief, fascism, and triviality. Show me the money. Sequel incoming. I I didn't sell out, son. I bought in. It's night time. On the cliffs of an island, we see some kind of base. I know what it is. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) On the cliffs of an island, we see some kind of base with satellite dishes and spotlights pointing out over the coast. Signs say, Circe Island Communications Base. We see a chubby security guard sitting reading Picture Magazine as he casually fiddles with his beret. He's on the bonnet of his little open-top Jeep security vehicle, which is parked on a helipad. Suddenly, a loud clang rings out over the base, coming from a hangar off to the side. 
He looks across at the door, slightly ajar. A green glow emanates faintly from the darkness. The guard flicks on his tiny flashlight and walks towards the hangar slowly. He jumps as another clang rings out. Slowly, he enters the hangar. The glow is coming from behind some distinctly 90s scientific equipment. He's shocked as a pale white face peers from around the equipment before disappearing back behind it. We only see the face for a second, but its large eyes are distinctly non-human. The guard pulls out a baton and proceeds forward. He's visibly frightened. Suddenly, the creature pops out from behind the equipment, crawling across the floor with disturbing movements. The guard turns to run, but two more creatures block the door, glowing green. The guard lets out a scream as he turns to try and get away. The first creature leaps onto him, knocking him down. He covers his face, screaming. The creature pulls off its face, revealing a 14-year-old boy with a shock of red, messy hair. A glow stick hangs around his neck. The aliens are here to probe your huge butt. The boy runs out laughing. The guard is up, chasing the boys. Calvin Crump, stop in the name of Asnot security. Suck it in, Darkus. You'll have to catch us. The boys slide under a hole in the base fence, grabbing BMX bikes and taking off down the dirt road. The guard climbs into his Jeep, bursting through the gate. You know the point of masks was so he wouldn't know it was us, Calvin? Live a little, Guido. What an epic way to end the summer. Hey, keep up, Billy. Wouldn't want Hermes to catch you. An epic flute song begins to play. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I'm feeling like you've never seen the show. No, that music just is like just trying to place it. Maybe I was too young. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, You're we'll not talk that much about older that. than me. Like, we'll, and we'll talk about yeah. that specific point. Is there's there's something that relates to that in a second too? Because this is a bit like Round the Twist. It was a show that went on and yeah. had a new generation. So, okay. Yeah, we'll ke- we'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. So we've got our yeah. okay. we've got our epic flute music playing mm. in the background. Well, synthetic flute. <laughs> So the flute's playing as the jeep's chasing these boys on BMX bikes. Yep. The jeep is catching up, but at the last second, the boys turn off the road onto a small trail. They hit a jump and keep riding. The jeep turns too, bottoming out and kicking up dust as he hits the small bike jump. The mm. kids pedal as fast as they can, the headlights of the jeep shining through the bush as they ride. He's driving on the bike track? I think we finally made him lose it. <laughs> The kids skid their bikes around a steep burn, flying deeper into the bush. The jeep hits the burn, bursting straight through the dirt. It skids around in the direction of the kids, taking out small trees behind them. The jeep is slowed down by the thick brush either side of the bike path, but he's still gating on them. The bull bar of the guard's jeep almost touching Billy's back wheel. What's this guy's endgame? He's going to run down children. (laughs) I've got you boys. This is the last time you miss with Hermes and Darkus. The boys ride as fast as they can. (laughs) Billy and Guido looking scared by the maniac chasing them in a jeep. He's literally going to kill children. (laughs) But Calvin turns to look back. He smiles as he gives Hermes the finger. The boys hit a huge bike jump, launching into the air. In slow motion, we see them jump off the trail in different directions. Hermes screams 
as he realizes what's about to happen. The Jeep hits the jump hard, half going off it and half smashing through it. It gets a huge amount of air. Herbie's holding on desperately to not fly out of the top of the Jeep. It slams onto the ground, dust and clumps of dirt flying everywhere. The suspension collapses, sparks flying out. The boys burst out of the bush together, laughing as they ride down the small main street. They drop their bikes out front of the local shop and run inside. What's going on, boys? Calvin's dad asks. Nothing, Mr. Crump. A huge backfire comes from outside, and Mr. Crump heads out front of the shop. Herbie's jeep limps down the street, smoke pouring out of it. Herbie's jumps out, yelling at Mr. Crump. Your boy did it this time, Crump. Breaking into a secure area, ignoring instructions, and damaging base property. I'll have his head. Herbie's is right in his face, spitting as he yells. Mr. Crump responds calmly. Calvin did this to your jeep. How? Well, he... And look at how you're behaving. Of course he wouldn't want to stop to see what you wanted. He was probably scared. But... And you're saying that some kids got past your security and wandered around a secure area. Well, we'd better tell the new director of operations, Mr. Knowles, about this. There's no need for that. But keep your boy under control, Crumb. Next time, he might not be so lucky. Herbie's leaves... Under the wheels of a four-wheel drive. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, cracking me. Herbie's leaves in his barely functional Jeep. Thanks, Dad. That was epic, Mr. Crump. You're grounded, Calvin. The new boys go home before I call your grandma. The boys slink off as Mr. Crump smiles, sipping on a beer. Nice. <laughs> so you don't know the show, right? I don't know the show <laughs> off the top of my head. I, I know the song. It's it's something like deep, deep yeah. in there. But yeah, I, I don't remember. So I, I love this show too. So I don't yep. know how how well people remember this show. But this show is called Ship to Shore. Yeah. And it's about a group of kids that live on an island. Mm -hmm. There's a bridge, but it's only fairly recently been added to the island. Mm. And it's- it's also regularly blocked off by base security. Um, <laughs> and there's this this base there. There's some yep. sort of communication space. They ne- I don't think they ever really describe what it is actually they're it's doing. Like not Pine Gap. Yeah. <laughs> and mostly the the premise of each episode is that the kids mess with this security guard, Herbie Zendarkas. Mm. And different and different madcap adventures occur with these these kids mm. and this this security guard who's kind of bumbling mm. uh, in, in the show. And it went for three seasons, so mm-hmm. like it was relatively yeah, so successful. It would have been like three years of my life, but I'm, yeah, maybe it just aired when like mum would start making us eat dinner or something, yeah, and we just know. switch it off. But yeah. Yeah. or maybe it wasn't in Tasmania as much as other parts of Australia. I, I'm not sure, but I, I know that song. Yeah. Like it's it's somewhere deep in my yeah. brain. But yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I loved it. Like yeah. it, it was very much one of those like things that appeal to me of kids like messing with authority, which is very yeah. much in my wheelhouse. Yes, but that, that tracks. So I was really into that. Kelvin being the kind of lead mm. jerk kid, but yeah. there was a whole there's a whole school of kids that, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. in this show. And then the later seasons, Calvin. So the second season had all of the kids from the first season, mm-hmm. but also Kelvin's sister played a much bigger role, like his younger sister mm-hmm. and her friend Gavin and mm-hmm. another girl with bleach blonde hair who I can't remember. And then mm-hmm. the third season, those three younger kids mm-hmm. took over the show and all right. of the other older kids left except for Calvin who yeah. still lived on the island but he was like almost like a guest character that would come yeah, back yeah, every yeah. now and again so yep. it was and the, the premise never really changed it was mm. always about these kids kind of messing with 
authority with, and, with authority yeah. like it changed i guess a bit like so the second season i feel like had more of a kind of environmental uh, oh, yeah, aspect yeah. to it that wasn't probably in the first season as much yeah and then the third season i remember a lot of it being around like a stolen racehorse that okay. they were protecting <laughs> so there was kind of like a through story but for the most part each week yeah, was it's, pretty it's separate in a bell but like it's it's so yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that people that loved it will yeah. get something from my my take yep but if you've never heard of it, I'm assuming that most of our listeners haven't. Yep. It won't matter for this no, adaptation. I'm, well, so. in, in this particular instance, I am excited to hear what appears to me to be a completely original property. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll sit wrapped while, while you tell it. Yeah. And I'll talk yeah. about some of the changes I made at the end yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for the people that don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Herbie's is this kind of this base security guard mm-hmm. and the kid's specifically in my version at the moment, Calvin and his two mates, Guido and Billy, are the ones that kind of mess with this guy. Mm. And they've assuredly been doing it all summer. That's kind yep. of kind of their thing. So, and Is this the only security guard at this particular base? It or? is, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And the next- so no no one does the, like the night shift or the day shift or- <laughs> It's just all Herbie's. Just um, one dude. Yeah. Wow. I don't think, like- I mean, there's not really anything that important there. I think, <laughs> but um, it was like I say, it was never to me very clear what the base actually did. But like they probably said it, but it was also kind of like the least interesting part of the show. So as a kid, that probably whatever they were doing just kind of I bounced love, off. Like, there's and- probably like fan theories out there that it's actually like yeah. you know this Hermes guy is just a holographic projection, but and there's some aliens there that c- are just yeah. certainly. I watched a couple of episodes and. The base is just kind of a base, so they don't really ever talk about it. <laughs> the base. And, yeah, and yeah. I and I read a bunch of episode synopsis from yeah. later episodes, so I don't, I don't know. It's just tell, basic. Tell us. Yeah. yeah, and, like, <laughs> the show is pretty could, could be pretty wacky too. So, yeah. there's like, there's one episode of the show where they play this video game, like this on the school PC, mm-hmm. and what the character that they create in the video game looks exactly like Hermes and Darkus and the things that happen to the character in the game it's like a voodoo doll start happening to Hermes and Darkus <laughs> in real life so like they can be pretty weird stuff but then there are other episodes which are more around pollution and environmental issues so okay. it was a very wide ranging kind of show it sounds as like well. a very open brief actually isn't yeah. It? yeah yeah which is why I thought it was good for what we were doing with the adaptation mm. but I did also struggle to maybe pick a specific like a story to adapt, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. So I've brought bits of different stories, mostly from the first couple of episodes. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'm not going to know. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, this is an original story yeah. with some elements from, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the show. But the characters, very much straight from the show. Cool. Cool. So let's jump in. So as kind of Calvin mentioned in The Chase, it was that was their way to finish the summer by, like, mm. fucking with Hermes. <laughs> so um, they're back to school. So... Today's going to be the first day of school. Is the school on the island or is that something they have to go off island for? It's on the island. It's it's quite a small school, so it's not a big class or anything. Yeah, yeah. You kind of get a feel for that as we talk about it too. So the next morning, a 14-year-old hippie girl, Julie, is meditating on the beach. In the ocean, we see a small yacht. A boy in a Sea Scouts uniform pilots the boat. He lands on the beach. Smiling at the girl, he walks over to introduce Mm. himself. Hi, I'm... Ralph, my dad's the new base director. Okay. (laughs) Do you like my boat? Thought it was a cool way to arrive on the first day of school. This is a conservation area, Ralph. So maybe you should move it? Oh, I... And if you turn up in that sailor suit, the other kids are going to kick the crap out of you. (laughs) But I... 
Julie, by the way, see you at school. Julie walks off with a smile as Ralph starts to push his boat back into the ocean. Another new character. Mm. A dad and his daughter sit at the breakfast table. Why did we have to move here, Dad? We didn't have much choice, Bianca. Your mum took all the money when she left. It's babe, Dad. And mum's just travelling. She won't be able to find us here. I'm sorry, Bianca. But I loved it here as a kid and the base was hiring. This is our home now. Great. No arcades, no CD stores. And I guarantee I'm the only black kid. Awesome life choices, Dad. Bianca, I'm going. Babe walks out of the door, slamming it on the way out. Tears drip down Mr. Keo's face as he finishes his wheat picks. Cool. Any questions or anything so far? Uh, again, <laughs> a lot of I, new characters. Yeah, I, I, new characters. Every character is a new character, yeah. man. So I'm sort of, I'm just soaking yeah, cool. it in. Yeah. So yeah. And, and so Ralph and and Babe Bianca. Yeah. They're kind of the two new kids who have just arrived. Right. On the cool, so, cool. 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 Uh, the other kids kind of all know each other. Yeah. So right. Cool. Yeah. So there's a bit of a click with yeah. those ones. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's cool. I I'm identifying very much with these new characters because I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in anything. So awesome. I've tried yeah. to make it. Hopefully very readable without knowing the show. I appreciate it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The kids sit in the small rundown school classroom. Calvin rowdily rough plays with Guido and Billy. Mm. Julie chats with her friend, a bookish girl named Sally. Ralph walks in awkwardly, now wearing a button-up and car keys, so he's taken off his Sea Scout uniform. Mm. He smiles at Julie, who starts whispering to Sally. They both burst into laughter. Mm. Dweeb alert, Calvin yells. Billy and Guido laugh and point. With a sigh, Ralph sits down. The teacher, Miss Selby, enters. Small note, Miss Selby, played by the same actor as Faye in <laughs> Round the Twist. Also the teacher. I think there were like three Faye's as well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so it, it definitely is one of the Faye's. Yes, so it's, it's one of the Faye's. It was also, the, is also Miss Selby in, oh, cool. in Ship to Shop. I guess you got a bit typecast there. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, everyone, settle down. Please welcome our new stu- students, Ralph and... The door burst open. Babe stands looking super cool. Here, miss. Ah, welcome, Bianca. Babe, miss. You can say that again. Calvin laughs and swings back in his chair. Babe walks past, smiling at Calvin. As the teacher looks away, she kicks his chair out from under him. Careful there, mate. Four on the floor. She grins. We see a bit of class, and then they are given their first big assignment. They're handed disposable cameras and sent out to photograph something that represents Circe Island to them. The kids walk out of school, eating lunch and carrying their cameras. So I'm, I'm liking the uh, the disposable cameras and yeah, things. Are, yeah, yeah, we're well in the 90s. Yes, with this one. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just allowed to wander the island with no teacher supervision, <laughs> Ralph asks. The others rolled their eyes. So this was a classic thing on the show too. Yep. They regularly get these assignments where they just kind of went and did their own thing on the yep. island. Like school was... Teacher's like, I'm bored now. Out you yeah, go. Yeah, as a guideline. Yep. Um, very much that kind of open kids will learn for themselves kind of vibe at this school. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's an island with a military base of some <laughs> vague description. So as long as they don't get microwaved, they're fine. Yeah. Yep. And I mean... For better or worse, they're letting Ralph come with them, even though he's, yeah. they, they don't know him or like him very much yet. Yeah. And so Calvin pipes up, let's head to the eastern shore, see if the dead whale's still there. <laughs> <laughs> My dad said it isn't safe to go down that side. I'm, I'm not supposed to. 
You always do what you're told, Ralph? Babe grins. Ralph looks down. His dad's scared the mutant will get him. He's the new boss over at the base and knows what they've been up to in the sheds. Calvin and the boys make spooky faces at Julie and Sally. Sally looks embarrassed. Laugh all you want, Calvin. I believe Sally saw something. All the pollution from the base is bound to mess things up, Julie replies. They walk towards the coast. Ralph and Babe talk to Sally. What did you see? Oh, I was there at night, fishing with Mum. Something came out of the surf, glowing, and with one big round eye. I've had nightmares for weeks. So that's kind of setting up maybe Ooh. what might be important later on. Nice, yeah. nice little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, yes. maybe the base is up to sketchy things, or maybe, it, yep. who knows? It yeah, will, will yeah find no, out. that's cool. I, I felt like I could run with what the base did because I didn't know what it did. So. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those, like, you know, J.J. Abrams mystery boxes. It's it, like, it yeah. is. There's a base there and it has whatever you need. <laughs> yep, yep. Magic base. <laughs> so the kids climb over a mesh fence that says no trespassing and follow a path down the cliffs. They explore the eastern shore, messing with the dead whale, throwing rocks into the water, etc. Stellar education programming, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Like, you yeah. know, let's just climb the fence that says don't. <laughs> yeah. Take photos of a dead whale with a disposable camera. <laughs> Julie finds some dead seagulls and questions what's causing all of the animal deaths. So she's kind of the hippie of the group yep, as yep. well. As Ralph investigates some dead fish, Calvin pushes him into the ocean. Calvin just kind of just knocks him in. And it's pretty deep. So yeah, he's oh. knocked him into some deep water. Yep. As Ralph plunges underwater, he sees something swimming. Ooh. A glowing creature with one big eye looks at him from the murky depths. Mm. He screams. <laughs> bubbles burst from his mouth, obscuring his vision. So he loses yeah. sight of this thing pretty quick. Yep. Julie and Babe drag Ralph out of the water. <laughs> Calvin and his boys are already running off down the beach laughing. Mm. Thanks. Ralph smiles at Julie and Babe. Julie smiles back, then kind of realises what she's doing and crosses her arms with a bit of a frown. Babe looks bemused. She can see what's going on here. Yep. I saw it. Sally was right. Hmm. There's something and the water. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying this just as a just as a concept. Like I say, cool. I, I really like I, I like the premise. I'm kind of sad I missed out on this this touchstone <laughs> of childhood. Yeah, the shows the shows are a little bit different, and I'll talk about there's some key differences yeah. later on. No, I'm just um, enjoying your story, man. Yeah, like, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. That was the hardest thing for me to crack. So mm. Ralph, Julia, Babe walk across the island at night. So this is later on now. Yep. I'm really not supposed to be out after dark, Ralph whispers. Well, I figure if our parents don't know where we are, they're probably not parenting well enough to lay down rules. Julie scoffs. My you know, da- she has a point. Yeah. <laughs> My dad is a good dad, but he's got to work nights, at least till mum gets back from her travels, Babe says. Mm. Well, you must be the exception, because in my experience, well-adjusted families don't move to Circe Island. Ralph's dad's on the mainland, hobnobbing instead of spending time with his son. Ralph looks a bit sad. Guido lives with his grandma after his parents pissed off. Billy lives there too. No one knows where his parents went. Calvin's family looks pretty normal from the outside, but everyone knows Mr. Crumb isn't his real dad. I mean, he doesn't look anything like his sister. Mm. What about Sally? Her mum didn't let her go out. 
Her mum is ridiculously overprotective. Not surprising, they're in hiding from Sally's dad. Oh gosh. Okay, we get it. But what about you? Me? My parents just don't care. So, giving you a little bit of insight into the lives of these children. Wow. I I feel like I need to go out (laughs) and hire a therapist for this island, man. Yeah. yeah. And some of this is a... Some of this is kind of in the show. So, it's explicit in the the action. Some of it is. Like, so, certainly Babe's mum that went off travelling that's kind of disappeared. It's not maybe handled as dramatically as this, although it, it kind of is. But... Some of this other stuff isn't. Well, uh, I'm also kind of explaining why these kids can just wander the island yeah. without anyone really I, caring. Th- I think there's this is an interesting thing because, like, I remember, you know, like you you watch a lot of this stuff as a kid and you don't necessarily pick up on yeah just the deep trauma that some of these yeah. sort of things can cause, and you you sort of have this. I guess, you know, the Batman thing where, you know, you're, oh, you know, his parents are killed in front of him and he becomes Batman sort of thing. Yeah. You don't really dwell on the exactly. on the, on the dark side of, of these origin stories as much as, as you do when you're an adult. And it's like, oof. Yeah. So, something I kind of think with a lot of kids shows too is they're often aspirational. So, yes. like a show about 14-year-olds is maybe aimed at more like 11-year-olds. And, yes. and so- they tone it down a little bit as a result of that. Whereas I want this to be something that maybe teenagers would actually want to watch. Yeah, like, yeah. So I, I've aged it up. As, as much as I haven't changed the age of the characters, I've mm. aged up some of the themes a little yeah, bit as yeah. well. So Well, and, and I like it. Like, this as a concept is also just a lot of fun. I'm, I'm enjoying cool. the intro into it. <laughs> yeah. And certainly, like, some of my dialogue- this is the first episode of Ship to Shore that I've ever watched, <laughs> yeah, in, in cool. a sense. So. And some of my dialogue is doing a lot of heavy lifting. So, at times, yeah. they will kind of have these monologues because it's just it it would probably be a bit decompressed in the actual movie but yeah but you can um, you can imagine it would be that spielbergy way of, of exactly. telling a story like they're walking past the shore and you can see the the base in the background there'd be there'd yeah. be exposition of like and she's kind of that what you kid can see that's going on too well. too grown up yeah. so she's explaining how the world works to these kids <laughs> yes. do you know what i mean because yeah. she, her, as she said her parents don't care so yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's rough right yeah, like, yeah. yeah. so yeah. You know, it's, it's a good bit of camaraderie. And part of it. that was just because I don't really remember her parents being in the show. They, they probably were, but I was like, I need I need a thing for her. So that's what I went with. Well, I mean, and she could even just say it in a way. I was like, eh, they don't care. Yeah. You know, just yeah, just, ro- just roll with it from that point. And it's yeah. like, actually, when you stop to think about that as adults, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good. Yeah. No. And so, and we will explore some of these things further as we go. Mm. So, let's jump back in. Yeah. So, they're, they're out at night. So, Ralph, Babe, and Julie. The kids are on the cliffs looking down on the beach. A glowing creature climbs out of the ocean. It's real. Get a picture. Shh. It'll see us. Stop being a wuss. It doesn't even know we're here. <laughs> I just had this imagining of, like, you know, the disposable camera of, like, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, flash <laughs> and then... <laughs> Definitely. That's what, I'm, that's what I was imagining too. It's real. Get a picture. Shh. It'll see us. Stop being a wuss. It doesn't even know we're here. No, but we do. Oh. A voice comes from behind. The kids turn and scream. Three glowing creatures stand behind them. Oh. The creatures crack up giggling. It's Calvin and his mates in the costumes from the start of the movie. Calvin's a dick. Yeah, he's a, he's a dick. He's a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he is in the show too. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I loved him, but he's he's really not a very likable kid. Yeah. Oh, he's 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 not like evil at least. No. Like he's just a bit of a larrikin, but yeah. 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 Yep. They argue for a bit. So they're sort of arguing with these boys. 
And then they realise the creature has disappeared in the time that this is going on. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things, like, when the spider disappears, yeah. it's kind of more disturbing than seeing the spider. Yeah. Because where's it go? Yeah. Where's it gone? <laughs> and so far, we've had it described by Sally. Ralph seen underwater in the depths of the yes. water, and we've seen it at a distance really briefly, yeah. kind of glowing. So, we've not really got a good look at what this thing is either. I, I can't wait for the twist ending where it's actually a crossover with The Simpsons and it's just Mr. Burns. <laughs> well, we'll have to see yep. where we get to. So, they argue for a bit and realise the creature is gone. The group climb down the cliffs and search around. This way, Babe whispers, faint footprints glow in the moonlight. Mm. All the kids look a little nervous. It's leaking. (laughs) But they move forward nonetheless. They head into a cave. Noises come from the inside. As they creep in more, glowing residue is on the ground and the walls. Just so I've got a sense of geography here, is the base in this area of the island where they're going under? No, it's a bit separate. Okay, so the base is kind of up on the... He's kind of up on like a bigger cliff okay. and now they're on the eastern shore and they've climbed down onto the cool. beach, which is kind of like a rocky beach. It's not I, like I a like, beach you'd swim at. I look forward to doing, seeing what you do with the show notes, yeah. like with like what you did with Jurassic World, where he's like, oh, this is the island yeah. and this is what it looks yeah. like. It's, it's not as distinct <laughs> as that. I kind of know how it goes to head and hopefully I'll kind of explain yeah, it. Yeah, as yeah. Best no, I that's okay. But it is, it's, far, it's, it's far enough away from the cool. base. Cool, I just, I just wanted to... Yeah, get a sense of place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like they're going to go underneath the base. Or yeah, okay, cool, so cool. if that's kind of what you were thinking. No, no, no. That's, um, that's fine. So they see all this residue of glowing stuff on the wall. So they're in this kind mm. of natural cave. Yeah. But there's this glowing, almost like bioluminescence all yeah. over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they see the creature. Mm. And it's weirdly working on some equipment in the corner. As they creep in, Billy knocks over some oxygen tanks. The creature turns to face them. They're shocked to see a smiling blonde man wearing a big, heavy diving suit. Oh. So, a little bit of Scooby-Doo for you. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, who's really here? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the creature is this guy. And, and he just had like a glow-in-the-dark scuba suit or something. Yeah, so you weren't too far off with Mr. Burtz. But, but yeah, this is a character from the show as well. So, oh, and I spent so long trying to work out what his name was. It's not Montgomery. <laughs> no, because I remembered him from the show. Yeah. But I guess he's not in season one. So, yeah. when the episodes I watched, he wasn't in any of them. And I was like, <laughs> where is this guy? And I'm like, what's his name? Because I wanted to give him like the real name and yeah. I, I ended up going through like someone to put like tv week synopsis on yeah. the on the internet and that's how i found out his oh, name. Wow. so i found out which episodes he was in because without watching the whole show i couldn't work yeah. it out that's one of the things i find useful sometimes with the way my brain works is i can watch youtube at two times speed and yeah, it actually yeah. all just makes sense yeah so, yeah. yeah well i knew some episodes and stuff that i wanted to watch but yep. i just couldn't remember what episodes this guy was in because he's in all of season two it turns out so the man introduces himself as Jake. So this is Jake. <laughs> how long did it? Just out of interest, how long did it in in hours and minutes did it take to to learn his name was Jake? At least forty five minutes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like and that. It it's just ma- it doesn't raw, matter at all. <laughs> I just didn't want to necessarily gloss over the fact that you went to all that effort just to like <laughs> Jake. His name's Jake. His yeah. name's Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the show, he's kind of like this mysterious stranger that turns up mm. on the thing. So the the diving. The, the creature kind of is my homage to that mysteriousness of, yeah, of yeah. when he first appears. Nice. The man 
but he's way bigger part of the show. So mm. I had to kind of speed his, his introduction. So, sorry, up a bit. one one more question. Uh, no is this contiguous with the show? Like, has the show happened no, in no, no. a previous? Oh, no, okay. No, no. So it is, this is just, just a new story. Adaptation. It, yeah, Got it's it. just a straight yep, up adaptation yep, yep, yep. of the show. Cool. So the man introduces himself as Jake. He's an activist who's been secretly in the cave while researching the animal deaths. Mm. So bring in some of those environmental parts of season two, yep. which coincides with when he came on board. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, it does when you work that out. Yep. <laughs> so that's your creature, the head and eye. It's my old diving helmet. <laughs> and I guess I look a bit scary all tangled up in seaweed. But the glowing? Mm. Well, that's the most interesting of all. The base is dumping this stuff all over the eastern shore. Mm. It's mostly invisible in the day, but it glows at night. Once you dive down, it's everywhere. Just imagining Imagine Dragons cover of yeah. Radioactive comes over. <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> no, that can't be. My dad would never let them dump pollution like this, Ralph says. Your dad's Andrew Knowles, isn't he? Sorry, mate, but he's worked for several well-known polluters. I guarantee he's aware. You did say he told you not to come down here, Ralph. Maybe this is why. Ha <laughs> ha, Ralphie's dad's a supervillain. Shut up, Calvin. <laughs> Ralph pushes him into some equipment and runs out. You've really got Calvin's voice. Yeah. Well. Like, I can imagine this kid. <laughs> he's, he's not that different from the show. Yep. Wow, so sensitive. Calvin starts to get up. Shut up, Calvin. Julie pushes him over as she follows Ralph. Just also, sorry yeah, to keep interrupting. Yeah, you're right. I love that Calvin seems to get pushed over a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he's going to have some balance issues or something. <laughs> yeah, he does get pushed over a lot. Actually, he'll be pushed over more. It's, cool. it's interesting to know. Cool, cool. Uh, I had, I, I had like every, it, those listening at home, take a shot every time Calvin gets pushed <laughs> over. I think this is also one of those things where he's, he's sort of a, the bully, so... This is like the payback of, yeah. of like he's the bully, but he's actually not much chop. Like yeah, yeah. that's kind you got, of you got some like I, I find it people stand up to him. It's and- interesting because like you you put that bully in a character where he gets like pushed over and shoved around and yeah. kind of you get that pushback. It's yeah. it's almost redeeming in a way to, yeah. to the character. Like I don't hate Calvin. It's yeah. just it's, yeah. it's just an yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, that's an interesting little thing I'm noticing from from how you've yeah. how he's written. And, yeah. and the other thing I kind of hope is that when we've we've discussed the fact that these a lot of these kids don't have very nice home lives. Yeah. Although, despite the fact that they said that Calvin's dad probably isn't his actual dad. Yeah. He he's one of the better parents on the island. Like he stuck up for him in the early scene and stuff. So just a like, shout out to like adoptive parents as well. Like yeah. if you're looking after a kid that's not your own blood and yeah. thing like to have that motivation to just be a good person yeah. on display is, and, is and badass. My so. impression, especially for this one, yeah. is everyone on the island knows he's not his son. Yeah. But he's he's not, from his point of view, he's not an adopted son. Like, he, his wife's maybe yeah. hooked up with someone else or, or something along the way, mm. and he's just taken this boy on kind of thing. So Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean- one of the one of the sort of tenets I live by is you like just because my children are oh, my children. I agree. Yeah. I you have to choose to be a dad, right? Yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's a difference between yeah. you know. I, I'm just I'm just pointing there. that out because yeah, 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 it's yeah. really actually a, 
specific for some things that will come oh, later. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. it's not that he's gone and adopted yeah. Calvin. Yes. Everyone knows that his wife probably cheated on him yeah. and and he just acts like this boy is his. Yeah. So, wow, that's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting- So there's, there's a bit more of a dynamic there that, that we'll see kind of play out later on. Yeah, so, yeah, no. Well, I mean, good on him and I'm just, I just, yeah, I just wanted yeah, to sort yeah, of yeah. put a general shout out to those yeah. sort of characters yeah. in real life as well. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I, I think- I, I really like Mr. Crump in this story. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see a bit more of him as, as it goes on. Mm. So, Ralph has just run out. Julie's followed him. Mm-hmm. Ralph sits on the cliffs, crying. Don't let him see you crying. He'll never let it go. Julie steps out of the darkness. I'm not. It's okay. I won't say anything. I've spent plenty of time crying out here too. Why? I've raised myself since I was little. What's not to cry about? But then I found meditation. I got to know myself. It's better. So I should meditate? You should work out who you are. Your dad may be an evil nerd, but you don't have to be. Yeah, everyone hates me, so I'm well on the way. I don't hate you, Ralph. Julie smiles and puts her hand on his shoulder. Ralph smiles. Children of Cersei Island! You are trespassing on this beach. Come out, and I will not use force. Hermes <laughs> is on the cliff in his jeep. I'm just half imagining he's got like a like a 50 cal machine <laughs> yeah. gun sitting on the back of the yeah. sea. Like he's ready to light yeah. it up. He's and- real over the top. He's yeah. really over the top in the show as well, yeah. but the show's a bit more slapstick. So mm. when you adapt him to this environment, he's <laughs> unhinged. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bit. <laughs> yep. Yep. So he's he's on his megaphone threatening children. Yeah. Um, for going, well, to, the, for going he, to the beach. Well, I mean, obviously, he's not got a lot to do either. No, this, exactly. Yeah, so. And Kelvin, and this is one thing that we probably don't get to see. We, we allude to the fact that Kelvin's kind of his arch nemesis. <laughs> but I think in the overall, if this was a real bigger movie, we would see a few more op- opportunities for them to kind of clash i, I just um, imagine that this whole show like if if you made this into a movie and people had just forgotten about the show yeah this would have a similar degree of escalation to like the fast and furious franchise <laughs> like they'd be going to space by like the, <laughs> the the third or fourth film yeah so yeah. yeah so he's yeah he's up on the cliffs telling all these kids to come out yep oh and in between that sort of julia and ralph have come back down to the beach with the other kids mm. so he's on the cliff in his jeep yelling through a megaphone the kids meet up. Herbie's jeep is blocking the path up, and if he comes down, he'll find Jake. I've got this, Ralph says. A hand, Julie? Ralph walks up the path. Julie shrugs and follows. The other kids follow at a distance. What's the deal, Herbies? Oh, young Ralph. I didn't expect to find you. Yeah, we were looking for some privacy, actually. Ralph puts his arm around Julie. She's shocked, but she doesn't pull away. The other kids sneak behind Herbie's. Babe gives a thumbs up as they disappear into the darkness. Oh, I... Well, I I see. But I'm sorry, Ralph, but this is a restricted part of the island. It's so hard to find somewhere private on such a small island. You understand, don't you, Herbie's? He gets it. I've seen him with Miss Selby, Julie pipes up. Herbie's turns bright red. Well, I am. Um, this time I'll let it go, but you kids head home. It's late. Thanks, Herbies. You're the coolest. Herbie smiles, not used to being called cool. As the kids walk away, Ralph starts to move his arm off Julie. 
Leave it, Ralph. You've earned it. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. So the good thing about being the son of the director is yeah. he has a different relationship with Hermes to all these other kids. I was thinking that was actually a real interesting power dynam- dynamic shift, especially yeah. like, like I say, this guy was like trying to run down this other kid yeah. with a- But he's kind yeah. of scared of this kid yeah. and, and actually kind of looks up to him as well. Like, like he's like, oh, he thought I was cool. Awesome. Like, well, yeah, that's a, the that's a sort of thing. Like I, I get the feeling that this Hermes character is probably something you're just of a- underdeveloped grown up himself like yes. he seems yeah. like a bit of a big kid in, yeah, in his yeah. own kind of immaturity so, yeah he's yeah. a super like dweeb kind of yeah. guy in the, yeah. in the, in the he's, he's the type of guy that gets a walkie talkie and then this overwhelming urge to invade Poland just <laughs> yeah. wells up inside him so it is yeah. yeah so that's how they get past it and so maybe Ralph's even bought a little bit of street cred now yeah. with that with that part nice so next day back at school the kids discuss a plan we all know where the chemicals are coming from but if we help Jake get proof, he can pass on the information for us. Get the base shut down, Julie says. Sneaking into the base. Where in, Calvin says. <laughs> really, Calvin? Since when do you care about the environment? It's a shit island. But it's our shit island. And also I get to sneak onto a base. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> I'm in too. If the base gets shut down, maybe we can move back to the city, babe adds. Sally? Oh, it's cool. I'll sneak out once Bub's in bed. So that just leaves Ralphie boy. Not gonna dob to daddy, are ya? Ralph saved us last night, Calvin, while you were hiding. It's okay, Julie. Yeah, I'm in. I don't like this any more than you guys do. So maybe he's going to have to stand up to his dad. Mm, I'm, I'm sensing a character arc happening <laughs> yeah, here. Like, yeah. you know, there was a bit of, yeah. a bit of setup, and it's, now there might be a little bit of payoff. Yeah, like, it's so. funny because yeah. growing up, Ralph is easily my least favourite character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he's kind of became the main character of this. As, mm. as much as any of them are a main character, he sort mm. of became... The, the main character. Um, it's, it's a it's it's a very weird parallel to draw, but I was a fan of Thunderbirds as a kid, so yeah. that's like that nineteen sixties puppet show, but yeah. like real explosions and stuff. And for some and alligators, yeah, and real <laughs> alligators, and you know that were giant on the show because they were just going up against like three foot puppets. Anyway, my favorite episode. It's a good show, but for some reason, whenever they adapted the thing into movies, and I think yeah. there was like there was there were two in the sixties. Okay, um, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I've got them. If you really yeah. want to borrow them, not that fast. Yeah, I only like the puppets. But then they did like a the more recent one. Yeah, yeah, they did like a recent Thunderbirds movie before the Weta studio got to make the new show that exists now. Oh, I haven't seen that. Either. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. It's interesting that they're, they're doing their own adapt- adaptation week. They are getting a bunch of the old episodes and they're making okay. them in like CGI and they're still yeah. using practical models. Very cool. But the uh, the point I was getting to was in the three theatrical movies that exist. So the two original. 1960s and the one from like the mid 2000s i think for some reason they all star alan okay yeah. who's just like the middle child or the youngest yeah. or whatever and it's just like why it's funny how it works yeah, yeah. Uh, to me like that was a way too long segue so oh, i apologize no to, i like thunderbirds so to me the yep. the adaptation <laughs> the later adaptations of thunderbirds kind of missed the point like what i like about it is the puppets so why would you remove them <laughs> what i liked about it was the actual visceral explosions yeah. and things like you yeah know, exactly all, yeah. all of that stuff if you take that out it's yeah. kind of just a a lame sort of yeah like there's that's so much of that is what's appealing spoiler i think i think thunderbirds may be something i want to adapt one day so hey, let's, cool. let's awesome. go with that but yeah so yeah, ralph sorry. like and i think it's again like my favorite character in the show was clearly calvin mm. growing up yeah. but and, and probably 
babe after that because she was kind of the edgy kid as well. Yeah, yeah. But that Ralph became the kind of lead of the show because he probably, even in the show, changes the most. And so when I adapted him in the movie, yeah. it makes sense that he kind of takes the heart of the story a little yeah. bit because he- he has to. Well, well, yeah, like your main character by default is the one that actually has the, the yeah. character change. Like, you know, quest for those listening at home. If you ever watch a, a movie called Little Miss Sunshine, tell me who the main character is. Yeah. I'll yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, that's okay too. And so hopefully I've given yeah. enough for all of the kids to do. But there's certainly some characters that are featured more heavily than others. Like Guido mm. and Billy are largely just the friends of Galvin, right? And that's kind of what they are in the show. Every now and again, I don't think Billy ever got one. Guido got a couple of episodes of his own, (laughs) I think because he was a pretty good child actor. So they kind of, because all of his were quite dramatic episodes as well. Yeah. And and Sally's a bit the same. She was kind of a side character in the show. She she was Julie's friend, (laughs) essentially. So like how Fiona gets shafted a bit and around the twist. Yeah. But I'm still trying to give him a bit more. Like I think Guido really did live with his grandma in the show. I don't think Billy lived there, but I've, I've kind of tried to, Streamline things a bit. Broaden them out a little bit and and actually have a reason for all these kids to be the way that they are. So, And we'll see more of that as we Mm. go right now. So the kids make their big plan to break into the base and take photos of the chemicals being stored there. It's the last piece of evidence that they need to prove where the chemicals are coming from. So they can prove that the animals are dead. They can prove that the chemicals are in the ocean. They can't. 100% 100% prove where this stuff's come from. I just love this idea of, like, deniability that the base has. It's like you yeah. can't prove that those very random weird chemicals come from this very yeah. weird and secret clandestine base. And they kind of need the smoking gun, I think, for the rest of Australia to care. Yep. Because this is just some island off doing its own thing. Yes, we need, a, really we need an about. Edward Snowden here. Exactly. So, yeah. we, need, we need all of the story. All the story needs to be there. And that's kind of what Jake's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But these kids are going to help him. That night... They all sneak out late, but Babe gets caught by her dad. You can't just do what you want because your mum's gone. I hate it here. Having fun with the others is the only thing to do, and now you're trying to stop me doing that. I'm glad you're making friends, but it's the middle of the night. I'm a free spirit like mum. Your mum abandoned us, Bianca. Abandoned you. It's not admirable. It sucks. And I understand it's easier to blame me, but she's the one who left. Fuck off, I'm leaving. Bianca, wait. Babe runs out, tears in her eyes. She runs past Guido, who's out the front on his bike. Mm. The kids meet up. You okay, babe? Guido asks. She wipes her eyes and turns away. Guido looks sympathetic. The plan is for Calvin and the boys to lead Herbie's away. They're pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> then Ralph... <laughs> Just rile him up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Then, then Ralph, Julie, Sally and Babe will sneak in, scout it out and take the photos. Yeah. Calvin and his crew start to get ready, setting up their diversion. They've got a few things that they need to set up ahead of time. Mm. While this is going on, Guido comes over and talks to Babe. Mm. Hey. Hey. Look, I know we haven't really talked and you can tell me to take a hike. I heard you and your dad as I was riding past. You were eavesdropping, you mean? No, I mean, yeah, I guess. Anyway, my parents left. Billy's too. But your dad is here with you. That means something, I reckon. Guido, right? Oh, uh, yeah. In future, mind your own business, you creeper. (laughs) Guido starts to walk away. 
but thank you. I hear you. Oh, sure. And if I do stay, you can take me on a date. But it better be on the mainland. Guido smiles and gets back to the bikes. So, yeah, I wanted to give Guido... That was my, I guess, homage to the Guido episodes. Yes. Where he actually has some kind of deeper storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. Even though he's just Kevin's mate. Yeah. That he kind of gets it. His parents left. Billy's parents left. That's why they live with his grandma. Yeah. And he kind of knows... He would love to have his dad. Yeah. So, I think... I, I just wanted to give him... He doesn't do a lot, but mm. I, I hope that that kind of alluded to that. Yeah. He's a kind of deeper kid. He's not just some kid that just hangs around with cowards. He's not and just like friend on. number two that's he, just hanging around. Exactly. Around. Like yeah. rabbit or tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, as I wanted, yeah, I just kind of wanted to give him a little bit of something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of substance to this actually. I, so, I'm, yeah. I tried to put as much in yeah. as I could in like a fairly short amount of time. Again, I'm so, I'm probably, I don't want to give you all the credit here, but I am enjoying this. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. I think. No, well, no, you. all the credit goes to you. I, I, <laughs> I you've, mean, you've mined I've this. I've adapted a show, but. Yeah, you've adapted. But yeah. I've, I, I, I'll talk about, again, how I've changed it because it's pretty substantial. Yeah. I, I can't imagine something this, like, <laughs> visceral, I suppose, as, yeah, a, as a kid's it show. definitely somehow. wasn't. Yeah. So, we're back to Herbie Zendarkis. Yep. Herbie Zendarkis sits in his Jeep snoozing under his picture magazine. Do you, do you Have you ever heard of picture magazine? I don't have to imagine I, I don't know if it's is. still a thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the main reason I'm aware of picture magazine is I remember going on this trip with some mates and one of our mates drove trucks and he brought this magazine called Picture Magazine and it's like an Australian, I guess, porn magazine or men's magazine, however you want to kind of label it. But it was like super grubby and (laughs) like real bogan and it rained the whole of that trip. So we spent a lot of time like looking at the articles in there because they were quite funny And, and there was stuff like it'd be like, pull your dick out and send a picture of it to us and we'll give you 50 bucks. And it was like, it was like, that's what this magazine is. And this was cool. in like the early 2000s. So like well, well after magazines were kind of dying, but yeah. these things still existed in like petrol stations and stuff yeah. like that. So, so that's what picture magazine is. I and just the, love it. It's yeah, like saying ATM machine, right? Like yeah. it's the same sound, twi- like picture magazine. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But picture magazine, I specifically <laughs> chose that one for Hermes. Was there, was there a words magazine just to, <laughs> yeah, just to balance it sure. out? There was actually a lot of, articles in it but yep. it was but i picked it specifically for herbie's because it was that grubbier kind yeah. of i feel like bottom of the barrel <laughs> so i i thought i'd give him that yeah, to read it's like it's not reading fhm yeah. like the classy lads and i'm, I'm assuming he's still reading the same issue that yeah. he was reading several days earlier yeah. when Kevin visited yeah so. well i mean they probably only get one magazine a month <laughs> or something from yeah. the, on the island so, so yeah. he cherishes this yeah. thing yeah so he's he's there in his in his jeep He's kind of snoozing with his picture magazine over his head. A hand pops up and steals his megaphone. (laughs) He's suddenly blasted with bright torches from several angles, waking him at the start. A siren goes off. Bikes with cans tied to the back clang around the base. So they're kind of all over the place all at once. So we get the kind of air raid sirens. Yeah, Yeah. because megaphones often have a siren on them as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then Kelvin's got this megaphone now. And darkness should be turned. Will today be the night? The night we finally catch up with the amazing Calvin Crump. <laughs> and darkness jumps up, starting the jeep. Calvin sits on his bike, smiling on the road. At least his security guard's earning his money, <laughs> if only to like chase <laughs> them back his out. One kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he throws up the middle finger, and he rides 
like he's never ridden before. Thinking about this whole, like, main character curse thing, like, Bart Simpson was the main character of The Simpsons for a really long time yeah. until Homer stole the show. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I can see a similar sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, they're very similar show, kind actually. of character, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. And that genera- similar generation, too. Yeah. Yeah, so he's thrown up the finger and he's just, he's riding his heart out now, this kid. The jeep flies out the gate. The other kids sneak in as it shuts behind him. Ralph, Julie, Babe and Sally search the various shed, shed sorry, search the various sheds and hangers. Search the various shit. So <laughs> I, I was saying sheds. I was like a <laughs> New Zealand accent. <laughs> you went to New Zealand, bro. <laughs> yeah. So Ralph, Julie, Babe and Sally search the various sheds and hangers. Nice. You saved it. <laughs> Bingo bango, guys. Over here, in a large shed, piles of rusty drums are stored. Some leaky fluid glows in the darkness on the floor. The kids start taking photos on the disposable cameras. Hermes is gaining on Calvin. This time, Calvin's staying on the road. The bumper is inches from his BMX wheel. Bloody hell, like, you know. So, just just want to, like, put in, like, what's a Hermes endgame here, right? Like, yeah. he's going to run over this kid. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the plan after uh, that? Yeah, so I think, and in my <laughs> mind, Calvin has been doing this for so long yep. that it's escalated, and he's allowed and, to use lethal force. Well, at this no, point. I don't like, think he's allowed to do anything. But yeah. I think he's gone beyond kind of considering the consequences, <laughs> and he's just doing whatever he can do to catch this. So kid. he's like Joker mode now. Yeah. I, I'm like a dog chasing cars. Yeah, wouldn't know what to do if yeah, I caught one. He's chasing. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's chasing this kid, and, and yeah. yeah, he maybe doesn't know what to do if he actually yeah. catches him. Like, oh yeah. shit! No, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm in trouble now. Like, yeah. So, yeah, he's getting really close to the yep. wheel of this bike. Suddenly, yep. he's hit in the face with a water balloon full of paint. He <laughs> swerves wildly. Billy is next to him, pedaling furiously. A bucket of paint balloons hangs from his handlebars. Hermes tries to wipe it off, but he's hit again. He swerves the Jeep at Billy, forcing him into the bush by the road. Billy crashes into some scrub. Can I just imagine that, you know, one of them hit him with, like, a feather pillow or something? So, it was just like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just this. yeah well, they, I actually yeah. almost had that because yeah. there is an episode where that happens to him. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I went with the paint um, yeah, paint's for, good. for this one. It's also all, like, all uh, over the Jeep it, now as well. Like, yeah, and yeah. easier to throw than a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So, we, so, he's just knocked Billy off the road. He's still chasing Calvin. Now we're back to the base. What do they need this stuff for? Isn't this a communications base? It's old paper dye, son. Hmm. Ralph's dad enters the shed. Ooh. This base hasn't been profitable in ages. The grant's all dried up. But this stuff, we make a pretty penny recycling it for paper companies. But it's poisoning the animals. Grow up, Ralph. Give me the camera and go home. Monday, you start boarding school. Ralph looks at the ground. I'll talk to the girls. It looks like Ralph's going to leave. But suddenly, give me the cameras. I'll get them to Jake. He grabs the cameras and bursts past his dad, breaking into a spread. Mm. So he's, he's standing up to his dad. Nice. Or running away from his dad. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah. In yeah. a standing up way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a fair point and yeah. it, will, it, there's, it will play out. Hermes is once again gaining on Calvin when Guido pops out of the bush ahead. He throws a pile of nail boards tied together with ropes in front of the Jeep. It tears the tires apart, but Hermes keeps going. I should have known better than to let my boy come here. 
Just took a few sluts to turn him against me. Yeah, that's why he doesn't think you're father of the year anymore. Shut up! Andrew kicks the cans, some spilling out. I'll teach you all a lesson. Julie runs at him, but he throws her into the cans. Babe tries to go for help, but he grabs her by the hair, throwing her down. He eyes Sally as she backs against the wall. You know what, Mr. Knowles? My dad was proper scary, a real monster. My mum made sure I'd never have to fear a man like that again. She pulls out a switchblade. So back the fuck up. Bloody hell. <laughs> Andrew Knowles throws a can top at her, knocking the knife away. I'll show you what a monster can do, love. <coughs> Andrew goes down hard. Babe's dad steps out of the darkness, holding one of the drum lids. Babe runs up to him, hugging him. How did you know? I've been looking for you since you left, Bianca. Babe. Thanks, Dad. So, I think I may have just quit my job. I guess we could leave. <laughs> well, actually, Dad, why don't we stay? They help up the other girls. Mm. So, Andrew Knowles is a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> in this, in this yeah. He's not... He's just kind of a nerdy guy in the in the show. But I, I did yep. change him up a bit for this. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you kind of need to make him a villain real quick. So Yeah, yeah exactly. That, yeah. yeah. No, I was... And I wanted to give Sally a moment. Because yeah. she hasn't really had one. And, yep. and the fact that actually some of the stuff from her dad has paid off. And that she, yeah. she isn't this kind of bookish girl that everyone thinks she yeah. is. It's like she pulled a bloody knife. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. That's not a knife. Yeah. You know? But also yeah, like still. not unreasonable if you're on the run from your scary dad, like that you might yeah, have something like yeah, that. Yeah. So I, yeah. I know some, uh, well, I know a story of someone who was, who'd basically crossed Chopper Reed. Yeah. And so they had the permission from the police to have a sawn off shotgun in the, in the compartment just by the car door wow. whenever he's out driving. So yeah. So yeah. that's, that stuff can, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so and she's she's scary. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. And uh, but this stuff happens, like mm. unfortunately. So Calvin's still riding furiously into town, but he's starting to get tired. Mm. Hermes is in pursuit as kind of Calvin hits the bitumen road. So they've been riding on this dirt road from the base. Mm. As they hit the bitumen road of pretty much just the main street has bitumen. They hit the main road, and his bike kind of slides as he hits the edge of the bitumen, mm. and he flies off his bike, rolling down the street. Hermes is out of the car immediately, battered out. Mm. You humiliated me for the last time, crump. He raises the baton, hitting Calvin. Calvin yells in pain. Billy and Guido ride in as Hermes hits him again. Stop! You want some too? Some discipline is what you need. It's what you all need. He hits Calvin again. Suddenly, Mr. Crump is on top of Hermes, scruffing him by the shirt. You keep your hands off Calvin. He's not even your son, you fool. Mr. Crump decks Hermes. You don't touch my boy ever again. Epic, Mr. Crump. Calvin gets up and hugs Mr. Crump. Thanks, Dad. Mr. Crump smiles, hugging his son. You're grounded, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like d- grounded squared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's already grounded. The girls are, and I, I kind of feel like, Mr. Crump grounds him all the time, but mm. he never really does. Like, yeah. he never really follows through. It's like, you're, you're grounded on this, like, you know, interesting island that yeah. you, you're free to explore. But, and yeah. he kind of loves that his boy is mm. this. Like, yeah. he, like, he's a bit cheeky too. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. 
But he sort of just hides behind that facade of politeness. Yeah, exactly. Sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I respect that. The girls arrive in town with, sorry, with uh, Babe's dad. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of quickly chattering with the boys. Has anyone seen Ralph? A scraped up Ralph walks out of the darkness. Julie runs up and hugs him. I did it. I got the cameras to Jake. She kisses him on the cheek as sirens come from the bridge to the mainland. I'm sorry, Ralph. I called them to come get your dad, Babe's dad says. It's okay. I guess he deserved it. Maybe you can stay with me and dad tonight, Babe says. Ralph smiles. The kids laugh and hug. A flute theme starts to play as Hermes and Andrew Novels are arrested. Oh. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. Cool. I, awesome. I'm, I'm kind of sad that I missed out on this as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, to, to kind of talk a bit more about the show. So yeah. people that know the show will know I took it in a different direction. As, as Which much is as, just classic Brendan, yeah, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. really, not so much in terms of the story, like the pollution mm. and those kinds of things. Yes. I guess what I kind of did is just, like I say, tried to aim it at a slightly older audience. So yeah. maybe the age of the kids in the show versus yeah. a younger audience. Yeah. And kind of, I guess this is like the Netflix approach to like reimagining a show. So I don't mm. know if you've... So another classic Australian kid show, Heartbreak High. I don't know oh, if you yes. Heartbreak yeah. High. So Netflix... That, that, fun fact, that website was still on abc.net.au until like maybe a couple of months ago. But oh, yeah, really? it was like one of those like web 1.0 things with like gifs and things <laughs> cool. that were just flashing around i just remember that as a, a weird little factoid when i yeah. saw that so, so heartbreak yeah. high was another kid like kid show older kid show yeah that that was on here and like i remember there was always like a warning that you should ask your parents if you're allowed to watch it and it dealt oh, yeah. with dealt with some sort of themes but if you watch it today like some of it holds up because mm. actually netflix put out the old show and you can watch it I think pretty much everywhere you can watch the original Heartbreak High on Netflix and uh, we watched it and it's pretty daggy like it is that 90s <laughs> kind of thing like don't do drugs kids yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there's a lot of that but also there's some kind of nice stuff and there's some nice character stuff in there yep. and so anyway like I guess earlier this year, Netflix relaunched Heartbreak High, so a, a new series of it, and it's fantastic. It's it's so okay. good. But they, they've kind of done the same thing of, like, aiming it more at, like, a modern teenage audience. So it's, like it's how they, edgier and it's... Not the same thing, but it's sort of how they've adapted Archie comics into Riverdale sort of yeah, yeah. lens, that kind it's of... sort of like... Yeah. So, like, drug use would be a thing. Like, if someone did drugs in the original series, that would be, like, a big story point. Yeah. Whereas, like, the fact that kids... Do drugs is just kind of a given in the new series of Heartbreak. Okay, so, so that's kind of like it's the, like background noise of like oh yeah, all right, yeah yeah it's but, much closer it's to like episode shows a- like I don't know if you ever saw the British show Skins but it's more mm. it's more trying I guess to represent real world kids a bit yeah, more yeah. which I think the original was also trying to do with but also being a show on in the afternoons on the ABC on, so on in the nineties yeah whereas yeah. Netflix has obviously got different rules and all of that sort of stuff yeah but. I kind of imagined that this ship to shore mm. would be if Netflix was to adapt ship to shore. Yep. So I basically. So are you listening, Netflix? Yeah. We we yeah. are not learning out our passwords to anybody. Yeah, or- I don't think anyone's streaming ship to shore yeah. right now. It's yeah. just on YouTube, so you can grab it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so ship to shore. Wouldn't it be funny if like ship to shore, like playing that song, was the thing that like got us copyright flags <laughs> yeah. or something on yeah. Spotify? And it was like, yeah. <laughs> 
what? <laughs> but anyway, so so my version of Ship Sure is the Netflix kind of take on it. So it's a little bit edgier. Mm. They're swearing. And I gave all the kids fucked up home lives. And, so, and they, they, they flipped the bird quite a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but really the characters, I yeah. think, are pretty true to what they were on the show. Yeah. It's just I've tried to make them a little bit grudgier, a little, maybe a little bit more real, and, yeah. and certainly kind of made their home lives significantly worse. One, one of the things, again, just in the way you were telling it, and I don't know if this is deliberate, but the way the kids were a little not- I guess just a little blasé with how they were explaining how shit their home lives are. Yeah. It, it hits differently when you're when you're hearing that. But again, the characters are probably like, yeah, you yeah. Know. This is just what we all. Yeah, are. this is yeah. just this is just life. You yeah, know? and I think that's what Julie yeah. kind of is. Is yeah. is she's there, and she kind of says that like, there's a point where I used to cry about this stuff, and yeah. now I know who I am, and yeah. it's not worth being sad about mm. this shit anymore. I, I have to kind of move on. And all yep. of these kids, as much as they pick on each other and stuff, they are all kind of their adopted family. Like, mm. they they all spend more time with each other than they ever spend with their parents, pretty much. Like, mm. Babe and Babe's dad and Mr. Crump are really the only ones that ever spend any time with their kids. Like, mm. and that was very deliberate. Like, yep. that, that I picked those. And there are other parents and stuff, like, Kevin has a mum in the show, and I assume he does in this world. But with the limited time I had to tell this story, I thought focusing on his dad was the way to make their their kind of thing interesting. Mm, yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's sort of what Ship to Shore is. Yeah. No, that was that was a really fun episode. I've I've, I've enjoyed that yeah. story actually. You know, just yeah. like I say, it wasn't something I was familiar with, and so I've just been able to sit here and enjoy a bit of uh, really light entertainment. It's good. Cool. I'm really he hoping to hear feedback from people that watch Ship to Shore yeah, as a kid. Yeah, see what they, yeah. Please write in because he, he needs his validation yeah. now because yeah. I well, can't I just, give it. <laughs> just to see if I even, like, if this is too far off for them. But certainly, like, some of the things that I adapted specifically, mm. the the mysterious monster kind mm -hmm. of thing is from the first episode of the show, but it ends up, it's spoiler alert. It's a goat <laughs> that's kind of run loose. Isn't, isn't everything that's bad and, you know, a monster or just a goat at yeah, some point yeah. or another. So this goat that's kind of terrorizing the island. And that kind of <laughs> does coincide with the, with the first episode, they introduced Babe and Ralph. So yeah. that's kind of why I picked that one. There's Jake from season two and him being the environmentalist. Mm -hmm. That's very much straight from season two. Mm. I didn't watch all the season two to remember how that resolved, but I think it's kind of a similar thing that he's this mysterious figure that then helps out the, mm. the island. And, and he's all and like, you know, oh, is he a good guy or a bad yeah. guy? Or it's like, he's a bad guy to start with. And it's like, oh, actually. Yeah. yeah. And he's also, I guess, the the mouthpiece for the kids to take the stuff to the media. So yeah. that's kind of why I needed him in as, yeah. as well. Just an ineffectual adult who needs the kids to do the work for him. Well, that's it, <laughs> that's it with most of these adults. Like, yeah. I mean, the two dads do kind of step in at, yeah. at, at, at a point, but it seems like these kids would have handled themselves if they mm. absolutely had to as well. Yeah. But I also wanted to, this to be a world where while many of them have bad home lives, mm. that doesn't mean all parents are bad. And yeah. so that they, there are parents that are trying and, and, yeah. and doing good. Like, yeah, and yeah. breaking the cycle by the sound of yeah. things. Like yeah. It sounds like everyone on this island is not there by, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, there by circumstance, not so much by choice. Exactly. It's a yeah. pretty small island in the show. And- I think there's an element of this in the show, but it's certainly it's a place for outsiders. It's yeah. the, like people that haven't lived in, haven't survived proper society, like normal society, I is, guess. Is there, like, I'm trying to think, there's not a lot of media, I think, that isn't about 
outsiders in some way or another, yeah, is there? Yeah. Like, I think insiders are just boring. It, I think so too. And certainly the further people are outsiders to me, often the more interesting the story is. Oh, definitely, um, yeah. So- uh, and, it, and you don't really want like, you know, down to earth, self-actualizing, yeah. uh, you know, very stably, men- mentally stable characters. Like, yeah. you, you need someone who's a little bit screwed up in the head. Which, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, to, definitely. Yeah, and, um, be compelling. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. And these kids- kind of are that show like Calvin is that like that rebel kid and mm. that's why this show I think appealed to me so yeah. much as a kid it was these stories have adults in them yes. but they're stories about kids and their adventures about yeah. kids and and I think you're like just just listening and to you know compare as we can yeah. because obviously we've we've picked up different things I, you seem to be able to just nail that tone of the the kids in the story. Like, you know, and, and that's something I kind of lacked, I think, in, in my Round the Twist. I think mine is an interesting plot, but I don't believe I nailed that voice of how, you know, the kids, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think you, you could, but mm. you hadn't, like, your yeah, focus I, I was on pulling all the things together. Exactly, and I it, just have a different style. I and think. it worked, and so, yeah, like, yeah. it definitely worked. And yeah. Yeah, and for me, what I like in a movie often is, and I think this maybe speaks to some of our tastes too. Yeah. Like, I will overlook a weak plot in a movie if the characters draw me in. And yeah. to me, the characters are always the most important part of a story. But I know yeah. for everyone, it has different things that they like. In an ideal world, it has everything. But yeah. we all have different parts that we value and yeah I, that's the part of writing that i enjoy is yeah. trying to give the characters a voice i think it's why lately as well my scripts have had way more dialogue than yeah. they maybe used to have because it's a way of me to kind of it's it's the only way i can communicate some of these things yeah. without visuals so yeah, and so yeah. Mine, mine have more been i've been trying to like focus them in a little bit more like random because yeah. otherwise i just end up with yeah. pages of like, and that's the challenge yeah. like this one yeah. i'm sure it was a longer one yeah. uh, but i'd to me, what was important was making sure that, one, you got to know the kids. Yeah. Like, because the other stuff is interesting, but it's really just a vehicle to, to show the kids and highlight what the yeah, kids yeah, are doing. Yeah, yeah. And that I gave, like, you've got, like, seven characters in this show. So, yeah. that you get, and in the show, they don't focus on every character every episode. So, with the movie, I had to obviously pick some, some leads. Mm. But that apart from maybe Billy that everyone kind of got something to do. And yep. unfortunately, and the reason why I let it slide with Billy is that's kind of also the case in the show. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like, while Guido got his kind of breakout moments, I don't remember any Billy episodes. So <laughs> unfortunately, that's kind of what Billy got. But he got to nail Herbie's in the head with a paintball. So. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. But good the, stuff. I was concerned when I picked, Ship to shore, and yeah. I nearly did it. So, well, I'm glad you did. I enjoyed yeah, it. I, I, I really did. I really wanted to do it, um, mm. but I was concerned that it might be too close. Where they're both kids, kind of on adventures, and mm. they're so again. I thought, what do I do? Maybe that's often different to Nick. Yeah, maybe some of that slightly rougher, edgier. I, I thought. If, I, I think don't you think you're going to do that. You with definitely round the twist. nailed. You definitely nailed that. Like round the twist is far more in leaning into that supernatural sort of stuff. And Um, I I also didn't think that Round the Twist would benefit from that. So I didn't think you would go that way. Whereas these kids, I think, do benefit. Like, it actually makes it more interesting. I I think with mine, I'm I'm very much trying to keep that same tone of the show in the the, thing. definitely. And And I think you achieve that. Yeah, Yeah. well, thank you. And and as I say, like, it's got that sliding time scale where it's always just now-ish. Yeah. And it 
sort of in a way mine just literally follows on from the show yeah. uh, whereas yours obviously is a proper adaptation yeah, so I've, I, I I've accidentally sequeled when I should have adaptoed <laughs> yeah we're a sequel show I think it's fine and uh, and, and there's, there's that crossover anyway right but I think I am mine I guess more at older teens like kids around 14 yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. but I also hope that it would be a show that people that like me that grew up with ship to shore might like this new version because yes. like going back to watch ship to shore there's some nostalgia yeah but it's not great well, like, i mean like but I mean, it's- as far as i'm concerned there's this very weird seed where i know that song yeah. like deep down in my bones but yeah. i can't for the life of me recall anything from the show i don't know yeah. what the kids look like i don't know what Hermes yeah, look like. Yeah. And, and so i just enjoyed might be this an opportunity a- for show notes to yeah because uh, like say all of these episodes you can watch them on youtube so yeah if, if well uh, i might just i just might do that yeah now. which is the benefit <laughs> of this one although i think Round the twist is relatively available like i've seen it on amazon prime and things but yeah um, i think i think it was on netflix a little while ago it's i don't been know on if everything it's on the cycle different points yeah. i think and it, it's probably I'm, on abc iview for all yeah, intents yeah. and purposes so. so i'm sure that even outside of australia you can find this yeah. round the twist but yeah ship to shore if you have never seen it and you're interested it is on youtube just and google it yeah <coughs> the whole first season is there in good quality as a playlist so wow, that's good and the later episodes seem to be there too i just didn't delve as many into those it's probably just one of those ones that you know the copyright no one's bothered to I, sort of follow up so. on it, so. I, I think it's just a show that has some fans that kind of remember it and yeah. it's it it's gone like yeah well i hope that by shining a light on it you don't suddenly cause like people to panic and suddenly <laughs> like remove it from youtube but <coughs> it's on a youtube channel called throwback tv so oh, i yeah. don't know they may oh, have i think i've bought, heard of that one actually they may yeah. have even bought the license to it or something maybe maybe it's in good quality like this isn't just something that someone taped off the tv like yeah they obviously had they the masters the, or something yeah, yeah yeah so okay it was surprising i, I wasn't I thought I'd find it on YouTube, but I didn't expect it to be so watchable on YouTube. Like yeah. that, it's it. it yeah, usually you end up with that little bit of something around the edges or the the snowy sort of Definitely. Uh, VHS Definitely. knockoff look. So, so, yeah. so you can one hundred percent if you've enjoyed this episode or. If you kind of just want to see where it came from, or just listen to the music again, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on it's on YouTube, and you can yep. find it there. So, yep, cool, yeah, and I. Man, I've had so much fun with these. This has been a really fun week. Yeah, and and um, I, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and I and I really appreciate that we've been finally able to hit like a cultural touchstone yeah. for for us as well. Like, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if yeah. anyone listens to the episode. But yeah, well, I mean, um, so I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but but so well, I mean, I think you will you will probably. Uh, lure in a, an audience for the b-side this time just, yeah. just because it's so shrouded in mystery like I, I didn't know what this was going to be so, yeah cool you and, know, so. and i think hopefully it shines a light on ship to shore like yeah. I, I think it's ripe to be reimagined like it's a great show yeah so. sitting right there and like i say i was i was i was leaning in i was i was very much enjoying this story yeah, so, yeah. and i'd love to write these characters again like maybe we could do a sequel yeah. to this but yeah i'd, I'd happily sequel to adaptation week <laughs> adaptation ha- three week <laughs> I'd, yeah i'd happily do more australian kid shows because yeah they're deeply important to me and if like yeah. they're definitely my influences in a lot of the stuff that i write yeah so just to be able to just like dive headlong into it was so fun <laughs> yeah well i mean this this is the stuff that has ultimately left us wanting to tell our own stories isn't exactly. it like you know so yeah. this, is, this is what started it yeah yeah yep. the- and and like the other thing that you kind of mentioned is that like 
like you did such a good job of pulling the tone and the plots together. And we've we've talked about doing this one day that like probably the great combination would be kind of the two, like yes. yeah. like bringing that kind of dialogue well, and both, stuff. Both and of our strengths and stuff. I, I I don't think there's anything wrong at all with with your plot. I like I, uh, I think everything's yeah, yeah. really well self contained and stuff. So I yeah. have one criticism of my plot, and, yeah. and some of this amounts to time. Yeah. When Ralph leaves, yeah, to take the thing to Jake. I feel like he needed a little adventure there, yeah. but I didn't have any other characters that were loose. Like I almost yeah. needed a second security guard or something like to to be the foil. Yeah. So if I on a rewrite, I would add something more for Ralph to do. I was I was on this slight like tangent, but I I was detecting this very slight maybe subtext that Hermes may have been this kid's dad. But okay. yeah, that that's me just imagining something. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah no, that wasn't meant to be that. But it like and I guess because I'd already done Mister Crump. Maybe Maybe I planted the seed. It was just like, you know, Mrs. Crump is being a bit of a, a philanderer. And I'm oh, thinking like- Oh, sorry. Not Ralph's dad. Oh, Calvin's dad. Sorry, Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Gonna, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just- I hadn't thought of it, but it, there's an element of it that maybe makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, just on the very peripheral of yeah. like, oh. And you're yeah. this- You're my kid, but this other guy's bringing him up. Yeah. And- you treat me like shit all the time. Yeah, and he's and this kind of like disciplinarian, the, yeah, kind of, asshole, and and he's like, "You're you're raising my kid wrong." Like, yeah, it's oh, yeah. a good. I mean, in a sequel or if this was a series, yeah. can, I think that might be something to explore, right? Like, it's, it's only insofar as nature versus nurture, and I think, that's, yeah. like I say, I think it's far more important. It to brings nurture. an interesting aspect yeah. to this to the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no. So, yeah, like sorry, it. I got Calvin and Ralph mixed up. Oh, there, no, yeah, that's yeah. Because I was like, yeah. uh, maybe having two kids with other dads might be good, but that works. Like, yeah. I hadn't even except considered it. it yeah, but except it means you know you got to figure out who. It makes it even nastier. Yeah, but, like yeah, Calvin's mum is really low standards. If this Hermes <laughs> chap is, you know, the yeah. oil painting that you you yeah. <laughs> describe. Well, it, it sounds like he's hooking up with Miss Selby as well. So. Yeah, yeah, no, um, which is of... another thing in the show. I don't know if they ever got together. He was always like chasing Miss Selby in the show. Oh, but, okay, right. Uh, she was a little. He was for real, like. He's just like really not appealing in the show, like, and it's on purpose. Like yeah. that's the way the character. He, is he does played. strike me as the kind of character that you know. And no shade against Mark Mitchell, but it does seem like a yeah. sort of Mark Mitchell-y sort of character. It, so. He could be yeah, like yeah. he would be in another version. He would have played it. Like, yeah. He, yeah, Hermes is, and it was a real thing that I noticed. That wasn't on purpose at first, and I actually yeah. had to change some of the earlier dialogue to make it work. Yeah. Initially, he was more of a buffoon. Yeah. But then, when I let more into the realistic tone this kind of, of the like show, Rambo Mall then, he, then he didn't <laughs> then he didn't work anymore because yeah. he was too silly. And then, because mm. that's what he is in the show, he's this slapstick character. Yeah. So then, when I adapted him to to kind of still work, yeah, it made him this quite nasty character. Yeah. But it also worked for this new version of the story so i, yeah. I rolled with it i yeah. guess and yeah well like i say like, he's like when, he, when he's, he's hitting kelvin at the end that was never an mm. intention when i first started out writing it yeah but it felt like that's what would happen yeah. and uh, yeah well, well, like there was it was just interesting in dis- in discussing it like that payoff of nell's music leading them back to the, yes. the lighthouse I had no idea how yeah, this, how yeah, this yeah, yeah. like, that was fluke. I'm yeah. just going to say, like, completely, because I thought, oh, yeah, Linda's affected the world and been able to open this door from the other side of the, the world or whatever. And then, you know, to have Nell sort of, you know, able to pull them along and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that works. That was just a complete yeah. fluke because I just I, sometimes write stuff without knowing how it'll pay Oh, off. yeah, and so. I, think, I think that's a flaw 
yeah. but also a feature of the way we write for this show because yes. we have such limited time frames to yes. write. And mine is completely self-inflicted, but also yeah. just I don't get the juices yeah. going until but even, even if we use, had like time. Even if we didn't have jobs and stuff and we used yeah. the entire two weeks, yeah. that's not that long to write a story. No, 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 no. If we got hired, we would do this far more yeah. professionally. Like yeah. We'd actually you know, I, put the time I in. And, yeah, I don't yeah. know that I would. I, I, I think what I'd do is <laughs> work. I'd probably still be working yeah. at like 2 p.m. in the, the day or the 2 p.m. the day before but, trying to come up with it. But I think what that kind of causes and it's exciting a yeah. little bit for it's exciting for me anyway it's yeah. a bit scary sometimes but mm. that we're often discovering these things like the flute or the mm. the hermes hitting calvin yeah by it's natural like yeah. it's, it's what comes out so like when i think i sent you a message this week saying something like i just wrote a really kick-ass opening i have no idea what this movie's about yeah and and that's kind of i was like and when you sent that I, as far as i'm aware i don't think i'd started writing mine no, yet and so no, I like, and oh, I yeah, sure. over the, the following couple of hours after Cause, that because that was the other thing i knew i was doing around the twist and i ha- had that pull of as with star wars disappearing up my own ass because yeah. it's just one of those iconic things of me yeah. you know that, that's 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 in this sort of bedrock of where i come up with this stuff yeah so yeah i wanted to do it justice and so there's this yeah paralyzing fear but also like excitement to and, to do it but and, and yeah. i'm always like thinking about the story before i sit down to write it well mm. usually yeah but often i don't know how it's gonna end yeah. like often i and this one I really benefited from my research a little yes. bit. So knowing the Jake kind of storyline a little bit and the the goat storyline yep. gave me a bit of an idea <laughs> of where to go. Yep. But really, I just did my best to paint these characters mm. and then follow what I thought would happen in yeah. these various situations. Well, and that and that's what I had, I did in the end as well. I just. I thought, I just sat down and said, "All right, I know I want to put cow dung custard in there. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to work." And then just this whole mirror dimension thing came up, and I was like, "I can because I think in the original story the flies all get killed by like a secondary version they have, uh, and yeah. they and they make their money back by actually making a substance that is like a hair removal cream, okay. like nair or whatever yeah. it's called. So and they make their money off of that. So." I wanted to put in that hair falling out yeah. thing in, in some way, but also I didn't want it to be the denouement, I suppose, of the, yeah. of the actual story. Yeah. And just the opportunity to have, like, the, the gribbles in their ideal world just completely yeah. destroyed by, like, this sea the, of flies. But Linda's just, like, just perfect. okay with destroying this other universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's the gribbles. Like, who yeah. cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they've kind of taken over, so it's not the town they love. Yeah, like, yeah. no, yeah. no, this is the dark version, and now yeah. it just, you know... And yeah, they just fill it with flies for a day or, or you know, a week or two. But it's just, it's yeah. just a lighthouse. It's far enough and away I, from everything. I think to- if like in the bigger movie, yeah. they would you'd spend more time with Linda in that world because it's, it's a bit like Back to the Future Two with yes. the with the Biff world, right? Yes, and, yes, um, exactly. And it would be that what if so, sort so of that thing. Nobody so, feels bad when that place gets wrecked. And, like, and exactly, and we yeah. would probably set up a few things from the original show that went differently because yeah. the twists weren't there. So yeah. you know, they'd be like you know some. Throwbacks. There'd be yeah. some poor dude just wandering around, just saying, "Oh, that's what I was going to do for my intro." It's like, "Hello, I'm Nick without my pants." <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm so yeah. can we put that in the front of this episode? I know you're editing it, but yeah, yeah. it's a little secret for the people that get all the way yeah. to the end. Um, and, and I'm Nick without my pants. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, it. But so much of it, and yeah. like it sounds like for both of us, especially this week, but often this is yeah. my my thing is we're discovering these stories. Yeah. I feel like as much as we're writing them, 
Yeah. Where often, I, I don't feel like an app. Like, often I'm just, like, this sounds super wanky, but I'm channeling them. I'm like, I'm yeah. just channeling what the characters do and That's putting it. them together. Sort of, like, I think, yeah, I, I think the more we do this, the the closer, the, the better we get. I, yeah, and I, I hope I, so. I, and I'm yeah. not saying that it's like, you know, oh, we're so good. Like, no, our no, stories no, no, are no. so good. But I think it just becomes easier to, because you're, you're exercising yeah. that muscle to, to just channel this stuff i think we're certainly getting better at writing sequels for yes. a podcast about movies yes <laughs> whether it whether incredibly niche yeah whether that, that's a skill that goes Maybe, off i hope else, one but. day it translates into being able to come up with some original stuff but we're not going to be putting that up on the internet for free <laughs> no if you want to see what we're really capable of come on you yeah. know paramount we we've we've saved transformers for you <laughs> yeah or netflix come on and we'll make ship to shore happen so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that's that's what people are asking for <laughs> No, I'm, I'm asking for it. Yeah, no, um, I, you know, I'm kind of keen. I want to see if I can come up with a story one day to to make Paul Jennings proud. You yeah, know, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd sure. like to, you know, come up with something. Yeah, yeah, if anyone knows Paul Jennings, send it his way. We'd love to hear what he thought. Yeah, of uh, Dick's episode. Oh, definitely, yeah. and yeah, if, oh, it, or what he thought of my episode. But yeah, I mean, yeah, or, or just like unrelated. even even Brendan's eat, pray, love. You know, <laughs> yeah. like send him send him that. Just no context at all. Oh, actually, something one more interesting to sure factor that we should probably move, let this episode finish. Yes. But the, the one key thing that I always remember about Ship to Shore that I actually took the time to look up finally is one of the producers of Ship to Shore is Peter Jackson. And so the, the page. So Peter Jackson comes up as the big producer at the beginning of the show. And I was like, is it Peter Jackson? Because like he's from New Zealand, like maybe he produced yeah. the show. There's also a TV children's TV producer called Peter Jackson. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, it's, Peter it's, Jackson, it's like, you know, Fred. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's it's not it's, it's not an uncommon thing. Not Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. It's TV Peter Jackson, but he did also produce off the top of my head, Jenny from Down Under. Oh, so, okay. Oh, well, like, good on he, you. He good on you, Peter a, Jackson. He did a bunch of stuff. Like when yeah. I when I was looking, I, I, I no shade against that Peter Jackson. So no. good job, man. He you, might have been, Jenny from I, Down Under. I might be. I, this might not be true, but I think awesome. he worked on Ocean Girl, which is another oh, kid okay. show that we didn't mention. So. Yeah. No. Cool. Yeah. No, um, was, so if Peter Jackson's listening, either the TV producer or. <laughs> New Zealand's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Let us know what you thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if New Zealand's Peter Jackson's here, then yeah. Hi. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for Lord of the Rings, man. Like that was awesome. Um, and also thank you for Jeannie Down Under, other t- <laughs> yeah. Peter Jackson. So yeah. you know, you're both yeah. you're both rocking or, your own unique or, ways. Or ship to shore, which I thought or was ship better. To shore, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go and do all the social media stuff. Like, subscribe, review. Annoy your friends. Yeah. You know. If you know friends. Contact Paul Jennings for us. I mean, even like the Marvel producer, whose name I see come up at the end of a lot of the, the TV. Oh, okay. It's produced by Paul Jennings. Yeah. That, cool. that psychs me out a little. It's like, oh, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly, like, this one might appeal to an audience that doesn't, and all episodes don't. So mm. if you know someone that's like big and around the twist or ship to shore and or kids like TV. really big into ship to shore, like, you know, just won't <laughs> shut up about it. Yeah, share like, this episode with them because yeah. I guarantee there's not a lot of podcasts writing you a ship to shore stuff. So um, <laughs> it's like for your quality ship to shore content. We might be the only one of the only podcasters that have ever, ever mentioned it. I I'm, think, I think we're, pro- as far as I'm aware, we're the only podcast doing this. That's what we're making I'm it so hard sure, to find an um, audience. Uh, so another podcast I really like that's, it's, it's not safe for anywhere. But Dave's Video yeah. Graveyard, they occasionally do special episodes called Chit Show where they <laughs> talk about just shows that they watched when they were kids. Yep. And 
does picture magazine feature in? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and, but I, but I, but I, no guarantee, shade, no I shade. guarantee at some point they've brought up Ship to Shore. Yep. So, okay. yeah, but that might be the only other podcast in the world that's well, ever talked about Ship I to mean, Shore. This is, this is Brendan wanting a, a guest spot on that, <laughs> yeah. that podcast. I think. Yeah, I'd love to do a ship show, a, sh- a, sh- a ship to, a ship to, to shore, shore shit show. show. <laughs> wow, that was hard nice. to say. I got yeah. it in one though. <laughs> Promise. Awesome. But I think that's a really great point to leave it. So maybe until next time. (laughs) To to be be continued. continued. Find us on Facebook or Instagram (laughs) at TMYL2. Find our website at tmyl2.wordpress.com. Our intro music is by Brett Harris. This episode was edited by Brendan Kratess. Probably. (laughs) 